0: There was an 11-year-old boy named Joseph who lived in a small town in the northeastern part of the United States. His family lived on the main street blocks away from the local high school, a small family-run corner store, and the local Catholic church. And like many children, Joseph loved to get up in the morning, go outside, hop on his bike during the summer, and just ride around the town, exhilarated with the freedom and the ability to have adventure. Unlike other children though, Joseph would sometimes ride in the parking lot at the church. And one day, Joseph felt drawn to go in. Quietly entering, he found it completely dark and silent. And the only light was streaming in from the the windows above and from the red candle next to the tabernacle behind the altar. And although there was no other human soul around, he felt a quiet presence there. Returning home later that day, he dropped his bike in the front yard like he always did when he heard a voice, not audibly, but loud and clear in his mind. And the voice asked him, where will you go when you die? Will you go to heaven? Now Joseph was stunned. I mean, most 11 year old boys don't think about things like that. He was frozen in his tracks, his bike laying at his feet when suddenly an image flashed in his mind a picture from his brother's missal of the holy souls in purgatory. So like any good Catholic boy, he responded audibly and said, I hope someday to go to purgatory. So Joseph had his first encounter with considering the last things. Now this Sunday's readings from the book of Daniel and the gospel paint a picture of a time of great distress unlike any prior time And Daniel tells us of two possible outcomes for those living during those times, everlasting life or everlasting disgrace. Jesus in the gospel speaks of a similar time of distress using apocalyptic language to capture our imaginations. So why are we hearing these words today? Now, Father Walsh last week reminded us that during this month of November, we think about the last things, death, judgment, union with God, separation from God, because these are vitally important things to consider. We ask ourselves, when I pass, where will I go? What will God think about how I live my life? Is God pleased with me? Now the Catechism of the Catholic Church instructs us that at the judgment on the last day, the conduct of each one and the secrets of hearts will be brought to light. Then will the culpable unbelief that counted the offer of God's grace as nothing be condemned our attitude about our neighbor will disclose acceptance or refusal of grace and divine love. I mean, these are serious thoughts, right? And although these thoughts can be uncomfortable or even unsettling, we know deep down inside that how we live our lives really do matter. And that one day when we stand before God, we'll see how well we lived our lives and how well we accepted and cooperated with his graces and how well we returned his love back to him and to our neighbor. I think there are two ways to consider these last things. Like Joseph in the story, some, of them, some people look through them or look at them through the lens of fearful expectation, picturing God as a stern old man, sitting on his throne and rendering judgment of, his, of our lives. This is one way to approach these last things by fearing God's judgment and hiding ourselves from him. But there's another way to consider them, a way that someone we all knew and loved lived his life Deacon Nemcy, Nam- who passed away on the Feast of All Saints just two weeks ago, discovered another way of thinking about these last things. And we heard it in today's responsorial Psalm, which read, O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, it is you who hold fast my lot. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. In Deacon Nemcy's book, spiritual gems from above. He shares this other way, a way of joyful hope and not expectant fear. Like the psalmist we just heard, Deacon Nemsey discovered that having a childlike trust, setting the Lord ever before us, and looking continually into the loving face of our Heavenly Father is how to live in the light of these last things. In his book, Deacon Nemsey tells of the visions received by mother, Eugenia Ravazio, an Italian mother general of the Congregation of Our Lady of the Apostles. Her visions were written in a book approved by Cardinal Petrus van Leerdy, who cited that the messages contain nothing against our faith and morals. And the messages she received tell of God the Father's deep paternal love for his children, us. In one vision, God the Father told mother Eugenia, I'm coming to banish the excessive fear that my creatures have of me and to show them that my joy lies in being known and loved by my children. I have the greatest happiness in being with my children and talking to them like a father to his children. If you love me and call me by the sweet name of father, Abba or dad, you will begin to live here and now in the love and the trust which will make you happy in eternity in which you will sing in heaven in the company of the elect. Is this not a foretaste of the happiness of heaven which will last forever? These words tell us of the Father's love for us and provide us with a healthy way to think about the last things. And what is this way? It's always keep our eyes focused on God and our hearts focused on his heart who invites us to call him Abba or Daddy. I'll be honest with you, I never thought of calling God the Father, Abba, or Daddy, when I was younger. but That's what he is. And Jesus showed us that we can call him this when he taught his disciples how to pray. So how do we know this is the desire of the Father's heart? Because God the Father sent his only begotten son, Jesus, who offered one sacrifice for sins, as we heard in today's second reading. God the Father held nothing back in His plan to bring everyone back into relationship with Himself. The Father loves us, gave us His only Son to redeem us and make us perfect forever, and He gives us the Holy Spirit to strengthen us and guide us. God's providing everything necessary for everyone, everyone here, everyone out in the world, to live in union with Him now and forever if only we will receive it with a loving trust like a little child. God the Father told Mother Eugenia, do not think of me as that frightening old man whom men depict in their pictures and books. No, no, I am neither younger nor older than my son and my Holy Spirit. And because of this, I would like everyone from the youngest to the oldest to call me by the familiar name of father and friend. I will give you the graces for the present and bless you for the future. Come, see that you need a gentle and infinitely good father. Now, Deacon Nemsey would tell each of us here tonight to put aside any doubts that we have and to throw ourselves into the loving arms of our loving Heavenly Father with that same simple love and trust that a little child has for his dad. May Each of us here today put away any doubts about God's desires and intentions for us and instead dare to look up into his loving face and allow him to pick us up in his loving embrace. Now is the time to make the sleep, for as today's gospel reminds us, know that he is near, and of that day or hour, no one knows. We don't know when we'll come to the end of our lives, but instead of being fearful of it, of being fearful of the last things, God the Father is calling us to himself, He is calling each one of us here today to accept his love for us and to return our love to him so that we may face the last things with joyful hope as his beloved children. Amen.